and I'll do five, four. Hey, no, we could take we could take a selfie together. <laughs> Let's do this. You're a content creator. Just you don't have to be sneaky about it. No, no, that was that was that was that was I've had people take photos of me without my permission, and I'm just like, what did I? What's wrong? With you? <laughs> Great, I love it. That way, whenever this goes up, I'll there we go. There we go. Welcome to the Positive People Posse Living Room. I'm your host, Dom Green, marketer and life enthusiast of Positive People Posse. Today, I have a special guest. I'm very excited to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and uplifting with Britton Knoll. She's a digital content creator, and she's I'm sure she's got a great story. Britt, thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know if I have a great story, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> you know what? The story is the story is all about, you know, where we're at today, if anything. So I'm sure we're gonna dive into, you know, some of the things that you've probably experienced uh, this year, maybe in the past, but you know, it's all about sharing our journeys. You know, I think uh, I think that's really important aspect of life in general. Yes, I would agree with that for sure. So um, a little bit about you before we get to like what you do. So you have two cats and three kids, right? Yes. I, I, wow. I can't believe I'm a cat lady. Um, yes. I have three kids who I refer to as my roommates, um, my roomies, <laughs> and they keep me busy. And then I do have two cats, one full grown and one kitten who is like a puppy. So yes. Oh yeah. Cat people <laughs> always say that. My cats yeah. are like dogs. <laughs> yeah. No, Do they play fetch? Well, he's just, yeah. My, both of my cats are more like dogs. I think that's why we get along. So. <laughs> All right. So you are a digital content creator. So yes. uh, tell me a little bit about that journey. How'd you get into this? And like, I mean, you're doing this yeah. full time. This is your yeah. lifestyle. So my degree is in elementary education. So I'm not doing anything with my degree right now. And it started out as a hobby about 10 years ago. Started a YouTube channel. It was strictly for fun. Before YouTube was like what it is now, just cat videos. Um, so anyway, long story short, that grew, gained a following, and it turned into more of a business. Um, and I was shocked because it, it was never a journey that I really, like if you would have ever said, hey, this is going to be your full-time gig 10 years down the road, I'd been, I would have been like, really? How? <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's been a great journey. Um, so I do YouTube, I have a blog, try to keep up with all the social medias, TikTok. I shouldn't even say that. I have like three TikToks, but anyway, <laughs> that's the short end of, of the explanation about work. So, so what's your, what's your secret sauce? What do you think it is that your audience has, they're captivated by, you know, what you do? I mean, what's, what's I, very unique about what you guys, what you do? I think, I don't know that there's necessarily anything super unique or niche about what I do, but I think the secret sauce is for me, being authentic through my journey, um, I mean, I have followers that have been there from when I had my kids, like day one to now. And I think for me, the only way that I'm able to put myself out there and authentically create content is to truly be myself. And um, people see everything from like a good day to a struggling day to I'm losing my mind. I share it all. I, and I really enjoy connecting with other people. And so I think that's what keeps me motivated. And in turn, I think that's what keeps people following. Um, yeah. No, I can definitely appreciate that. Um, I'm not an avid like uh, stalker, but uh, from time to time, 
I see, I see things that pop up. And one thing that I can say is, uh, you know, I really appreciate you, you know, sharing like who you are as a person. One thing that I did see was, uh, I think it was something about coffee cups and you have a coffee cup right yeah. here. So you have, how big is your collection of coffee cups? Oh my gosh. So that's what I love about the internet. I can get on and talk about something so random. And that's the only thing that really stood out in my yeah, mind. The only thing I really know about you is that you collect content. coffee mugs. This is the kind of content that I create. Um, it's so random. Yeah, so I have a coffee mug addiction. And I got on Instagram stories and I was kind of sharing this thinking, okay, this is so weird. I'll probably be the only one. And when I tell you my DMs blew up after that, yes. like so many people were talking about like, I love mugs too. And you should do a giveaway. And it like turned into this whole thing. So that's just the funny part of the internet is like, I can, there's times where I'll plan content that I think is like super heartfelt and deep and like, I'm going to get so much engagement on this. And it's like crickets. And then oh, I can yeah. talk about something random like mugs and it's like, I'm here for it. So. It's so funny because, you know, like, I believe, you know, just like even going back to my childhood, my mom was like the biggest coffee drinker and she's got mugs out the yin yang. It's good that you were giving away mugs and not weird, <laughs> weird things like socks. I'm, sh I'm sure you're getting weird requests out there in the internet where people, yeah. the internet is weird. So it, it can be weird. It definitely can be weird. Um, there's definitely days where I'm like, okay, so people you know they follow you and they feel like they truly know you so yes. they, they get up in your dms with some crazy stuff and i'm like okay we don't know each other like that yeah you know so you need to you need to check yourself but <laughs> for the most part it's pretty positive so yeah. yeah so you know that's that's another thing i believe that nowadays like you're getting more watch time than most celebrities would so that I, i'm sure that like think about it like back in the day no i'm just saying even like yeah. even our content people that's are true. in digesting our content more than their favorite celebrity. So, um, you know, because they see us daily, their favorite celebrity does a movie once, once a year. And so, yeah, this is, it is all about, you know, the familiarity, you know, so you really do believe that, you know, there's an audience that they're learning something from you. So, you know, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's huge because I, I have a couple of friends in the movie industry and now it's like the big, not now, but in the last few years, it's been, what is your following? So when you go to auditions, apparently now they ask you like, are you on social media? Because that impacts like your popularity, I guess. Yeah. So you can be a great actor, but like you have no social, you don't really have any fans or following, like they want that now. So that's, uh, it's hard to stay relevant though. Um, yeah. I'm, totally <laughs> I'm like, man, I feel like it's difficult. <laughs> Hey, don't worry about switching paths at all. That That's what it's all about on the show. Just kind of talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, and uplifting. I mean, it's just, it's all relevant. Um, one thing I will say is, uh, you know, as you said, you spoke to, you said that it can be a little bit difficult sometimes when you do create some content and you feel like you put your work into it and yeah. it gets crickets, you know, like, how do you deal with that? You just keep on going? I mean, like, it's, it's challenging, struggle. right? Yeah, I know it is a struggle, especially when you really want to create content that you connect with and enjoy, but also content that obviously people want to see. Um, there's been times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this really artsy, like, cool video, and it's going to be awesome, and, like, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it's like, well, how much do I do? How much of this is I do this as a passion, there's joy in it, and I find fulfillment in it without anyone else needing to sign off on it and how much of it is I'm doing this for like or I'm doing this for you know whatever and I think it's a very fine line it could be it could be hard 
to navigate that. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. You know, I, I just I definitely feel like it's def it's making it more tough for digital content creators because the algorithm is constantly changing, right? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. algorithm is not your friend. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and no. if you try to play into the algorithm, it's going to yeah. eat you up mentally because you're always trying yeah. to figure it out. And you know what? They don't even owe you a single sense of information at all. So exactly. uh, that does make it really tough, you know? So yeah. that engagement, uh, when people do engage with you, I'm sure it does, it feels really good because, you know, yeah. you know how much work goes into it. Yeah, I mean, I try to keep it to where if I'm having a day where I'm just like getting stuck on numbers, I just log off because yeah. at the end of the day, I truly want it to be something I find joy and passion because that's truly how I stay creative. If it turns into this like, well, what am I going to create in order to get likes or whatever? It's not, it's not content creation to me. And maybe I'm like an old G, like an OG when it comes to like the old school way of creating posts and all that. But like, I truly believe you have to put some sort of yourself some sort of creativity into it um, or it's just a picture, you know, or yeah. just a random video. So, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. So uh, as of late with <laughs> the content that you created, um, how has the pandemic shifted your content? Ooh, child. <laughs> uh, actually, that's hilarious. It hasn't shifted a ton, meaning when everything first went down and we were all in quarantine, like hardcore lockdown, like no one was leaving. I remember being like, oh man, my content's gonna struggle. Like, what am I gonna vlog about? And then I started vlogging for my YouTube channel and I was like, Trick, you bored before this. Like you 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 haven't changed. Like you're <laughs> you're doing the same. You were in your house the before. So and then I was like, okay, I guess it's really I'm not doing anything that different. You were literally a homegirl. You were a homegirl. You were a homebody. <laughs> I was like, nothing really has changed for me. So um, in that sense, it, it was a little laughable because I'm like, yeah, I, I live a pretty simple like life. You know, I do the same stuff all the time. But as far as like mentally and the stress going on in the world, I think it allowed even more vulnerability and more opportunities to just be like, hey, we not okay. Like, let's talk about it and let's yes. get together, you know, because we're in this together. We're all struggling. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I think it volumizes everything uh, that yeah. we're at home more, or just even in the sense that we should be at home more. Yeah. Um, actually, I think you should come out with a shirt that says homegirl. Or, <laughs> I think your, oh, I think your audience would really love that I, for Christmas, you know? I feel like I'm like, is that trademarked? Can you, I'm just like, that's probably already on hey, the t you know, ask for forgiveness later. Just do it. Ask for forgiveness later. Homegirl, though, I do like that. I'll have to credit you because I'm like, I, I see the marketing being like homegirl, but not the kind you think. Like, exactly. I'm like, oh, drinking coffee. <laughs> and on and on that note, you know, let's let's talk about these things. Um, so, where did you grow up? Where, did you grow up in Kansas City? Um, yeah. So I was born in Denver, and I moved to Kansas City at the age of nine. So. I still feel like Colorado is like my roots, but I live, I've lived here in Kansas City longer than I lived in Denver. So, but I am a Broncos fan. Broncos fan. Uh, Broncos. Uh, <laughs> but I respect the Chiefs. Y'all rings, rings are all that matter right now. So. You spell out ringy. I'm just going to say. <laughs> That's true. Right, we'll get into the That's fight. true. <laughs> okay. I always yeah. have to come back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. That was very swift. No, but um, yeah, so I grew up 
I basically grew up here in Kansas City. Um, I had a short stint that I lived in LA for a little while. And I feel like living there, I think it was like two years, made me appreciate Kansas City even more. Um, LA was not for me. It's a great, fun city to visit. I'm all for visiting, but living there was not for me. So yeah, I'm absolutely loving, yeah. The... I love it. I love it. So, so being growing up as a kid, um, you know, so how many, do you have siblings? Do you, are you only one child? Brother. One brother. brother. Yes. Yeah. But we look about the same age and we're the same height. So people always thought we were twins. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's two years older than me. So. So yeah. Tell me about that childhood and that upbringing. Was it, was it, uh, was it easy places? Was it like good, humble beginnings? my family um actually fun fact i was homeschooled for a very large portion of, oh wow yeah so, so were like, you naturally an introvert for a while did you well, have to break so here's the funny thing i think there's so many stereotypes stereotypes about homeschoolers which i can i can make them <laughs> you know i was homeschooled so i get it i get all the jokes but like i think people automatically think that it makes you like kind of like weird and like introverted and all that I think I was introverted just because I am that's who I am like that's who I was born to be but um homeschooling actually my mom worked really hard to make sure that we like saw the kids and were normal so a lot of people were surprised when we would say we were homeschooled because we didn't have problems like communicating or interpersonal skills things like that like we were just normal kids so in that regard I don't think homeschooling made me introverted I think I was just born this way <laughs> um but yeah no it was an interesting experience I I did go to high school so I homeschooled all the way up to high school and then I went to public high school and um yeah I mean I had a good time so here I am that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> yeah. you know I feel like um you know a lot of people's journeys it's it's funny when you look at an individual and you assume that they have the exact same a journey yeah. as you often like until okay. we tell a story about like you know our past and who we are um you know everything that's going on right now in the climate of uh united states right now it seems like there is a lot of racial tension a little bit of divide a lot of divide if, if anything um can how does how does that impact you today like uh, being at home and seeing everything that's going on is it is it anything new to you or is it's it... not new. It's not new at all. I think if anything, um, oh man, I have so many thoughts. So I'm like, let me, let me not. Let it's me okay not. to process. <laughs> no, no, I just have a lot and I don't want to like word vomit, but I just, um, I think what was interesting to me was when the George Floyd situation happened, I, it wasn't new. It, I mean, I, obviously it's black people. We're, this is, is not new. This happens all the time. But I think what shocked me was the response of so many people that were surprised. I don't know if it's because the world had stopped during that time and we were all at home. So people were finally able to like pay attention. But I kind of was looking around like, y'all y'all surprised? Like you, you really thought this was like the first time? And I don't know, I think it almost angered me. And I know that sounds bad because I should have been like, woo, we're getting our time. We're, kind of, we're finally, people are hearing our voice. But I was actually irritated because I was like, I've, we've been saying this for so many years. Like, why are you just not realizing it? So that's probably kind of a non-positive crusty side. <laughs> no. <laughs> let me, let me, let me add some more positivity. It's okay. No, that's what positivity is all about. You know, we're, we're trying to get to that, that, uh, that oasis, you know, I yeah, think we're, no, I mean, okay. So let me, in. Uh, the positive part is I think it opened up a conversation that has not unfortunately been opened up 
to that level before. And so lots of feelings, uh, lots of, lots of things, um, lots of conversations with, with people that I normally, I don't think would have a conversation with. And in the world of content creation, I feel like black content creators were finally given, uh, amplification. And it, it was kind of like, I remember waking up one morning and getting all these followers and being like, wow, it's actually cool to be a black content creator. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm sure you probably experienced the same thing. So, Oh yeah. yeah. Our sales went through the roof, like for like two weeks. I was like, right. whoa. <laughs> all about black people. Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. No, no and <laughs> I've never, I've really never made that about my mission uh, in order to just try to exploit or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I think totally. it's exploitation, but I, you know, no, I want it, people to see color for all the right reasons, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's not about uh, not seeing color because if we don't see color, then we don't know where we can, you know, strengthen our interpersonal relationships and like figure out how we can progress. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely be, been a, uh, a weird awakening year. Obviously it's nothing new, right? As you stated, but you know, I think there's more validation now, which, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's like, okay, people are, are seeing this. This is a real thing. And before I may have felt like I wanted to avoid all of these things, you know, yeah. and um, it's not that I'm, uh, you know, trying to rain down with even more conversations about it. But, yeah. you know, these are, you know, there's a there's a part of history that's not told and uh, it's it's ongoing, you know, and so it's uh, we have to uh, constantly just try to figure out how we can have these conversations without it being so volatile, you know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I might disagree a little. I, I know what you're saying about yeah. mom, but like sometimes you got to have it out. It's kind of like family member it's or true. friend where, you know, and maybe I think the sign of a good friendship and maybe just having any sort of progress is sometimes you do have to like have it out a little bit, but yeah. I don't feel like just yelling. At no, 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 no. And if someone is set on not understanding and not learning, you really, there's not a lot you can do with that. So allowing that person to just, um, understand on their own or be patient with them is important but sometimes i'm like you know sometimes it's gonna be uncomfortable and it's gonna be a little heated so no, we need a path of resistance for sure just to yeah. i mean to to get that progress uh i definitely believe in that uh yeah. i think more more of the sense of like okay um i know that i'm saying something i know that you hear me but are you hearing me yeah. And so the listening aspect and that component, I think that's really tough. I think a lot of people are, are talking, a lot of people are listening, but are they really listening? And yeah. we need progression in that way where it's, you know, it, there is a lot of validation right now, but, you know, all things positive to me. I, I do believe that we have to see, you know, the worst before we have to show our asses before, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we can, we can see that progress. I mean, this year has been crazy, but I think there has there's a lot of good that has come from it. Um, just with just all of us being maybe even more real with just ourselves. Like I feel like this was like the year when your parents like punish you. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like so terrible, but then you're like, I needed that. <laughs> That's like a vast generalization, but I don't know. I feel like we all just got like beat up this year i mean doesn't it feel like the biggest experiment ever yes. like everything like, all at once what? what's coming next like if it's not from here on out like it better just be like we all are winning millions somehow or something like crazy things money falls from the sky i don't know i want something no it's aliens the aliens are next <laughs> Aliens are coming. That. If, if I could get through all this, I'm like, take me, fine. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up. up. <laughs> yeah. No, so with 
with everything, your kids, uh, are your kids now going to be homeschooled? Are you, are you thinking? Well, they are not by choice. <laughs> oh, really? Well, no. Okay. So they, so what happened was, um, no, everybody is virtual learning. Not everyone, but, um, I think all of Kansas schools and KCMO schools, I think everybody is distance learning. For, so they are as well. They started last Monday and I think this is where the mom guilt comes in because not only was I homeschooled, but I also have a, a teaching background. So you would think I would be like, yeah, let's teach the kids. And it's been the opposite. Like I am not here for it. <laughs> it's been a struggle. There's a huge difference between teaching other people's kids and teaching your own. So I, I have to be authentic and honest to say it hasn't been like this glamorous experience, but we are getting the hang of it. You're only one week in until the yeah. next semester, right? Yes, yes. No, this week has already been better. Last week, um, the first week we started was was rough, but it's gradually getting better, getting more used to it. And honestly, and this is how this whole year has been. There, there's days where it's like, this is terrible. This is the worst. And then the next day it'll be like, this is actually really beautiful. What a weird experience, but also isn't this great? Like, so it's very much so that vibe when it comes to school with the kids. Um, but yeah, they're here all the time. So you that's, that's also <laughs> Those, those are your roommates, remember? Yeah, my roommates are always around. They don't go anywhere. So. It's all about adjusting to everything. I think we've all quickly adjusted to this year. I mean, there's a new norm that's happening. So uh, you have to fall into place a little bit. But, um, you know, so with that being said, how do you get your your private time, your alone time? How do you, how do you digest? Yeah. Well, thankfully, I do have a pretty good co-parenting uh, relationship with their dad. So they do spend time with their dad um, and then like grandparents, too. So that's really helpful. So I take advantage of the days when they're not here and I try to get all my work in, get all, all the play, all the fun. Um, but like self-care, that's been huge. I actually talked about this on my YouTube channel. Um, I did a video talking about divorce and my divorce specifically. And just the importance of self-care and how um, it's not selfish. I think for years, I thought in order to be a good mom, I need to like dedicate every ounce of my life and time to my kid. And that's just going to run you ragged. So I'm going like five million different directions. But um, how do I get time to myself? I put them to bed and I stay up way too late <laughs> a lot of nights. Um, and that's a lot of creators are the same way. Yeah. Just yeah. staying up way too late. Yeah. And then you wake up and, well, you go to bed thinking that you're going to change the world, right? And then uh, you wake up and you're like, oh, why did I stay up too <laughs> yeah. late? <laughs> no, I can't do that. Now I don't feel like doing anything. No. Um, but yeah, I stay up too late or I'll wake up early. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that this year actually has been really powerful in seeing, like, if I can create content, I can get stuff done with what has been going on this year, I literally feel unstoppable. You know what I mean? Because, like, this this has been the craziest year ever. So now we can do, we can do it all. If, if life ever goes back to normal, we're going to just be like, this is even better. So, yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. So how much uh, social media is too much social media? I, there's so many platforms now. Yeah. We've got, yeah. we've got Facebook that's been around forever. Instagram. Yeah. Now we've got TikTok. Yes. You're done with Snapchat, right? <laughs> I, okay. So about Snapchat. I had Snapchat for a day when it, first came out and I accidentally almost snapped myself in the bathroom somehow and like I don't even know because I I can be a little technology technologically like absent-minded I don't know what I did but when I almost did that I was like snapchat is not for me <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really get on there but um yeah I feel like as a, 
a digital content creator, you know, you have to kind of have your hands in everything. So I, I have a Pinterest, I have a Facebook, I have a Twitter, I have a TikTok, I have Instagram, I have it all, but I, I don't feel like you can do 100% on all those. I just personally don't. I, I think that you have to pick the top ones that do well for you or the ones you enjoy and roll with that and do your best on the rest, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, it's, it's way too much to, to do all at once. I mean, like, you'd be running around like a mad woman, you know, trying to do, you know, 10 TikTok videos in one day, your Instagram, your YouTube, yeah. all of it. I, I stick with what I, th I feel like works well for me. I really did try to get into TikTok. I'm not giving up on it, but. They I'll might take it. it away from us anyway, so. Well, yeah, what is, I, I'm like, is that true? Like, is it's that a, it's really a real, good? yeah, it's a real fear. It could, wow. it could actually happen. Wow, that's crazy. Um, I did try to learn a few of the TikTok. <laughs> so Dances? I was in my kitchen trying to learn like the savage dance. You yes. Know? You know, the whole thing. <laughs> my daughter walked downstairs when I was practicing and she was like, are you trying to learn a TikTok dance? And she roasted me so hard that I was like, I'm done. I'm done. It's, <laughs> I think that's really tough because even th like think about like everything that's going on with like music in general, like Cardi B's new song, WAP. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the acronym right now, but you have to keep that away from your kids Worship to some degree. Praise. That's what WAP means. Worship and praise. No, okay. There you go. Get on your knees and praise. Yeah, no, it's a lot of stuff out there for kids. And, like, I'm still kind of old school mom where I'm, like, I try not to let my kids listen to music that have, you know, like, like my daughter's heard some of that. And she's, like, we just know we don't say it. But I'm, like, I don't even really necessarily want you to, like, hear it. Yeah. So some of these TikTok dances are fun. But, like, including the kids, I'm, like, that song is really bad. <laughs> So I don't know, but I know teach their own. So no judgment, no judgment. I also you know, just hate it. Well, the funny thing is, it's uh, when, when you get older, you realize that 75% of the music that you listen to had some like hidden thing. Yeah, that you just didn't know, yeah. There was a song called Next, and there was like something about, you know, dancing and stuff <laughs> and coming through. And I was like, I didn't realize what that meant until I was like 24. And I was like, hold on a second. I was like, this is my song. And I really listened to the lyrics. And I was like, oh, I was in junior high <laughs> listening to the song. My parents didn't even know. That would be hilarious to do a video and like re-listen to all the songs you listened to and then like what you thought it meant as a kid. Yes. Realizing like what it's actually saying. So I feel like I had some of those songs where I was even singing the lyrics like, and then like now I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Reminiscing, reminiscing yeah, on that. That definitely, that takes me back right there. I, Are you on TikTok? Do you do the TikTok thing? I'm on TikTok, but for okay. the listening audience, I am not on TikTok, so don't find my TikTok. <laughs> I did oh get a video. <laughs> I did get a video that got like a million views on. What did you do? You took okay. What, but, you, what, what, what were you doing? Now you I wasn't in it. Oh. Like, I literally, I literally just like created something, a video. Oh. It was just it was something stupid, and then it just went viral. It was amazing. Wow. Was it? What? 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 Was, what? Like we're twerking? Twerking? Oh, you, you know. This is this is this is the Easter egg. Everyone's going, if you're listening, you're oh, going to no. go and find it. So I'm not going to directly. I've turned the court. I've turned into the interviewee now. <laughs> oh, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, I, it's funny. Like, I, I have that private aspect. TikTok is me. is like yes. my, 
you know, oh, that thing. We unmasked you. <laughs> okay. You know, we, yes. we're only getting like don't. 500 listeners a week, you know, don't, so no, it's not, we're not that big. I'm going to find you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nobody else. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get off my TikTok. I'll go there. Wait, what is have, it? You can have a private one, right? Is it? I can, but it's kind of like, you know, why have a private, you know, like, I want people to discover it, but I don't want to put it out. Wanna, you do want to be discovered. You're not really that. By a different audience. <laughs> by a, di a totally different audience. Okay, we're going to just cut. Next question. Next subject. We're not going to edit this out either. Oh, you, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the algorithm is amazing though on there for the most part, because like you yeah. literally don't have to have a big following and you can reach people and I do see people doing some really cool stuff out there yeah. like talking about mental health in a, yeah, in a really creative way people are so creative so I definitely not knocking I think it's a great thing I think people that know how to use it are great there's there's like so many ages of people there's so many subjects I think it's awesome I just don't feel as though I fit in I think maybe one day it'll click like one day I'll wake up and I'll be like I'm gonna do TikTok today. Yeah. I thought of a lot of funny TikToks. I just don't ever do them. You gotta put all those down and yeah. then just like test yourself yeah. because Yeah. Yeah, I do that often where I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try and see how this goes, but it, it keeps you creative. Yeah. And we all need laughter. Myself. Maybe you're inspiring me. I'm like, maybe this is a challenge. Maybe I do one week of creating one TikTok. That's all I you need. Where I force myself to just, it, it, whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be anything, you know, special. Just one TikTok a day. I think for me, it's the shortness of it because I can be very long-winded, as you could probably tell just listening to me talk. So it's hard for me to like cut, you know, it's like cut. Like yeah. there's so much time. So you can't be doing the most but you get a minute right yeah you can get up to a minute and now instagram has reels and that's yeah, like 15 seconds reels and i i i i feel like they are highlighting reels so if you do some reels they will you can be found and maybe gain followers but what i don't like about reels is i'm like what's the difference between it and an instagram story because it's yes kind of the same right? i know i know but whatever. I've been thinking the same thing, yeah. but I don't want the Instagram haters to come out there. And I know, right? I feel so like we're already losing engagement for some reason because we don't understand oh, yeah. the algorithm. Dude, my engagement has been trash, but I won't get on that with on your on your podcast. I know. I, no, you can talk about that. You know, like I, I love that. You know, hearing from another creator. You know, the engagement before was amazing. It seemed like yeah. when we really put it out there, um, our audience would see it. And now yeah, our audience doesn't yeah. see it at all. But yeah, um, think, luckily, we've got a good email subscription base because, like, good. without that, you know, we wouldn't yeah. be able to see half the people, or not yeah. even nearly half. It's frustrating. I think I will say it's a trend because I was on Instagram from day one. So I've been on for a minute. Whenever there's an update or something new, like, for some reason, engagement tanks because I think the algorithm is focusing on the new and the new updated stuff. So, um, I also want to be like penalize people that aren't using the new. Yes, I know. You know? Like, don't I know. tell me I said this because I'll lose my music or something. I swear <laughs> they complain because one time I complained and then I lost my music tab for like two months. So it was like a like I swear it was like we we don't have a music tab for whatever reason. I noticed that. I don't know what we did oh, wrong, but man, I lost mine several times before, and I was like, oh no, I complained too much. So I'm like whispering now, but I feel like if you don't use the new thing as much like you like they kind of just are like well yeah yeah such a cult i digress you know? <laughs> ah that hurts you know but i'm i'm glad we're not the only ones like we're trying to figure yeah. this out and 
you know, constantly, especially for our clients, because we are a digital marketing uh, company and our listeners need to know that because we can help you with all your digital marketing strategies, plug. Okay. And um, <laughs> overall, overall, it does mess with people. You know, I think people just want to know like what they could do better. Mm-hmm. And so it's always a, a process, but you know, we're not the strategists on social media. So, um, yeah. but you know, it's all about having fun regardless. At the end of the day, have fun, you know, give an F about it and maybe you'll get a following from it. Yeah, I think it's hard. I will say it is hard to gain in this day and age of, of Instagram. It just is. Uh, I joined way back before, I mean, what, it's like seven years, I think, is Instagram's been around and I started on day one and I think my first picture was like a picture of my drink or something. I don't know. It was yeah. just, I slightly missed those days when it was literally just fun. Like people were just putting pictures up because it was what they wanted to do. Now it's a thousand different things right oh, now. Sometimes it feels so poor. Sorry, my glasses have been so it's okay. Energy, pardon, pardon that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. So. so, okay, what do you have that's coming up in the next uh, month or so that our listening audience and viewing audience can uh, oh, hear about? Um, I was about to say, I'm um, surviving. But no, let me actually be cool. <laughs> say something. Okay, so I started a new series on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Brit Space. Just, sur- just search Brit's- Brit's Space on YouTube, B-R-I-T-T. And then there's an S and then another S-P-A-S. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um I started a new series called Five Things I Wish I Knew, and it's basically where I talk about a specific subject and I share like five things I wish I would have known in hindsight. So my first uh, episode was about divorce, five things I wish I would have known about divorce, and I actually got a ton of viewer questions, so I added those in, and it's like turned out to be a really fun series. So um, I upload Mondays and Fridays, Mondays will be this series that I'm doing, and then Fridays are um, a vlog because my my followers really like the vlogs. I'll be honest to say I feel like I'm very boring, but I still put them up because it's what they like, and I do enjoy you know chronicling my week and all that. So anyway, for those of you who want to tune in, um, I try to have a little bit of I try to have a little bit of everything. You know, like the daily vlog feel, but then also some like juicy real content. So. Um, my next video of the series will go up on Monday. I'm not sure what the topic will be yet. Everyone has told me childbirth, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what's coming up for me. I love that. I love that. And then they can uh, look at your blog at what is yes, that? My blog Give us all your handles right okay, now. So my my YouTube channel and my blog are both Britspace. So my blog is Britspace.com. Um, I'm Britspace on YouTube. And then my Instagram is Brit Knoll. So that's a little bit of a, some branding of how I gone back and been able to change everything. But anyway, hindsight's 2020. So you can find me on Instagram, Brit Knoll, um, B-R-I-T-T-N-U-L-L. And then I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I'm also Brit Knoll on TikTok, but I'm not doing nothing there. So, <laughs> but feel free to add me if you want, because I might eventually start. And yeah, I think those are all the things. I am trying to just keep up with YouTube a blog post, social media. I'm just, I'm just struggling. So yeah. And last but not least, what kind of advice would you give to the person who wants to create content and they're struggling? Oh man. Okay. So if you want to create content, but you're struggling, first and foremost, I would say what, like what vision do you have for yourself? Not, not what Instagram have you copied or looked at and said, Oh, they do really well. I want to do that. What do you love? What do you love to talk about? 
what do you go on and on and on about? That's what you should share with your soon-to-be audience. Um, whatever that is for you, so whether it's crafts, whether it's makeup, whatever. Whatever makes your heart happy and your soul safe. Next up, go for it. Don't sit there and decide, oh, I need, a, I need an amazing camera. I need like a white, all white feed in a background and just go for it. Do the damn thing, dang thing, sorry. Um, I don't know how, <laughs> I'm used to be around kids, so can you tell? Uh, you can cuss on the shows. <laughs> this is for the adults. Yeah, it's like a bad word. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, just go for it and don't hold back and um, go into it knowing that it's gonna work. Don't go into it like doubting yourself. Go into it with, this is going to work, this is what I want to do, and everyone's going to love it. So that would be my, my biggest advice. I have way more advice, but. No, I love it. Well, they can follow you and probably DM you, right? Do you answer? Yeah, yeah, or maybe I'll okay. do a series. I guess, here we go. Maybe Put I'll in like, your blog, blog too. We'll yeah, repost I think, it. I think maybe I'll blog, I'll do a blog post about, you know, top five to ten things to yeah. become a content. Okay, there we go. You heard it here first. Some affiliate marketing with the, the cameras and stuff that you you recognize that are yeah. that are good. Oh, I, have, I have so much to share actually. So yeah, I might. I love it. it. I love it. Hey, Britt, thank you very much for your time. Thank Everyone, you. like and subscribe. Continue <laughs> following and share if this speaks to you. Yes. Live freely you. and stay positive. You guys are amazing. Cheers. Mm -hmm.